Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. KMOX Sports. Here's the pitch. A swing and a high fly ball. This could be trouble. It's at the wall. And it's a gunner! Welcome to the Lux Calore International Sports on a Sunday morning. Oh, yeah! On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. I'm Tom Ackerman. Welcome back to KMOX. Well, this week, the American Cancer Society announced a new initiative, a new art installation series in support of hope lodge st louis it's called 42 doors to tell the story of hope this week 42 doors taking on special significance as part of this series to raise awareness and funding for hope lodge st louis across the bi-state region 42 doors of hope showcasing local artists interpretations of cancer patients journeys Residents can vote for their favorite door throughout the campaign, and we'll tell you how you can do that. But first, let's welcome in the CEO of Worldwide Technology and chair of the Society's Capital Campaign to renovate the facility, and that is Jim Cavanaugh, our great friend. Jim, it's great to be with you on KMOX. How are you? I'm doing great, Tom. Thanks for having me. Good to have you. Well, this is a nice welcome story in what has been a very difficult time for a lot of people. And I know that the American Cancer Society, 365 days a year, works extremely hard to help this area. This 42 Doors of Hope campaign is really good, and it's going to bring a lot of awareness, isn't it? It, it really is. It's uh, it's it's exciting to actually kick it off uh, with with especially with all the things going on uh, in the world today. Uh, I believe this is uh, one that's a, a very positive thing that we're doing here locally in St. Louis uh, to, to really finalize this capital campaign that we have for rebuilding and building this new Hope Lodge, uh, which is obviously a facility to support uh, cancer patients that are out of town, giving them a place to come live, uh, and 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 uh, feel comfortable, and so this forty two doors campaign, I think, is a very exciting campaign to help us uh, uh, finish off the the overall capital campaign. You can see a map of the doors available at forty two doors of hope dot org. Hope Lodge St. Louis Jim has been around since nineteen ninety five. Last year alone, twenty nineteen alone, over eleven thousand nights of free lodging, and has served tens of thousands of people this new facility though will include additional safety measures to protect immunocompromised guests from covid19 or other health threats and with covid19 here and here for a while we don't know how long that is going to last you certainly are going to need that 
No, we 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 absolutely will, and you know it's 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 exciting. I mean, the the Hope Lodge has provided such a great comforting service uh, to patients in need uh, that don't have the economic means and uh, don't really know exactly how to deal with uh, cancer when it hits so many people and. Uh, as uh, as we all get a little older here, uh, we unfortunately uh, have closer family and friends that have been impacted by cancer. And so I've seen that and I've seen the devastation that the cancer can have. And so when when, you know, I've, I've got more involved with uh, the American Cancer Society and Hope Lodge here to see what this Hope Lodge provides. Uh, for these cancer patients going through these incredibly challenging situations. Uh, and then, like you said, Tom, with uh, COVID on top of it, I couldn't be happier uh, with the great work that the American Cancer Society team and the volunteers have done to provide a very safe, uh, state-of-the-art facility that's going to continue to support uh, cancer patients as we've you know, moved through this virus, not knowing exactly how long it's going to be around, but, uh, and as we come out of it. So, uh, it's just, it's just a great, uh, I would say, uh, service that, that the American Cancer Society provides. It's the 42 Doors of Hope. A door is a symbol of hope, of uh, making a journey or a transition. And uh, the society has partnered with local artists to create 42 doors, symbolizing the 42 guest suites that will be available at the new facility. Each door is unique. Each patient's journey to wellness is also unique. And the doors are part of a collection that represents what each guest experiences at Hope Lodge St. Louis. So, uh, Jim, you're going to have popular local artists, and you'll be displaying these across the area, from Bush Stadium to Ferguson Brewing Company. The Alton Riverfront will even have a door from the 42 Doors of Hope. No, it's, 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 a, it's a great... Uh... I think it's just a great thing for St. Louis, Tom, and, and, and looking at really with the Hope Lodge being uh, rebuilt, the, the new building being built downtown St. Louis on top of a number of other great things going on uh, to, to really build uh, the economy and, and, and really representing St. Louis. And, you know, if you think about it, Hope Lodge uh, is that facilitator that allows patients that are out of town to come to St. Louis <clears throat> to get access to these great doctors and great healthcare organizations that we have here in St. Louis. Uh, but this campaign, you know, as we all know, we're all dealing with uh, the COVID uh, pandemic. Uh, I think it's just a, it's, it's, it's a uplifting campaign that, you know, engages these artists, local artists today uh, that through, you know, their, their uh, skill uh, is able to, to kind of represent the experiences that these patients have gone through uh, with, uh, as you look at these 42 doors, and those doors will then be uh, implemented, you know, and, and shown inside the, the Hope Lodge. So uh, we really appreciate everything, all the donors, uh, the people that helped fund this project and this campaign to date, but uh, uh, the ones that are involved, and like you, you mentioned, Tom, the, the, the locations that the doors are going to be at. So I would just ask if anybody sees the doors out there, uh, try to get involved and uh, help us finalize this campaign, uh, which has been a big, big success to date. But I think it's also, uh, it's, it's, it's 
it's, you know, it's, it's time we have some uplifting things here uh, that are going on uh, with all the challenge that everybody's dealing with as we work through this uh, pandemic. There's uh, so much that people can do, and foremost, you can go to 42doorsofhope.org, or you can text DOORS to 20222 for a $10 donation through your mobile carrier, and you can start that. That started on July 9th is when that's going to start up, July 9th, 42doorsofhope.org. We'll repeat that information in just a bit. Uh, right here on KMOX. This is the CEO of Worldwide Technology, Jim Cavanaugh. And during this time where sports have been down, Worldwide Technology has had its name out there quite a bit. I, I think that uh, first and foremost, you think about Bubba Wallace has uh, your logo on his car and on his uniform. And uh, he has been very much in the news. And I, I've seen you uh, tweet on social media and mention how proud you are to be associated with Bubba Wallace. No, but I, it, it, you know, to, to your point, it's, uh, you know, another uh, sports or something that's so important, I think, to just, uh, you know, just the, the, the mental well-being of, of people in general. It allows you to, to get away from things that you're doing, uh, your day-to-day grind. And, uh, you know, Bubba Wallace uh, is, is one, you know, of the athletes that we have worked with in the past. And uh, obviously he has uh, had more visibility recently, but He's just a great guy. He's a he's a great great guy that uh, is has got a great set of values and uh, wants to do things the the right way. So we're proud to, uh, to 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 be a part of his team and to uh, to to be working with him and you know some of the the things that he has worked through. I think as he's grown up and uh, being somewhat of a trailblazer, uh, you know, with NASCAR. Uh, it's something I think is going to be a positive and, and the way he's handling some of the things that he's had to deal with. I, I think he's done a, a really, really nice job and uh, represented uh, just, you know, people in general and black people uh, in a very, very professional, high integrity way. Hopefully we see the NASCAR Cup Series at Worldwide Technology Raceway at Gateway sometime in the future. We are going to see Worldwide Technology on golf for the PGA Tour champions coming to Norwood Hills this fall. And I saw that you are now uh, a sponsor of that event, Ascension and Emerson also involved. Yes, that's exciting. It's exciting for St. Louis. And St. Louis is such a great sports town. And to, to bring a, another uh, professional golf tournament to St. Louis is something we uh, are very proud to be a part of. And uh, I think that's going to be uh, an exciting, you know, an exciting opportunity and, and weekend for uh, for St. Louis. So uh, we're looking forward to that. Uh, uh, you know, it's uh, we've, we've had some other great tournaments here in St. Louis, and I think this is going to be another one. So uh, thanks for mentioning that. And of course, when I say the name Jim Cavanaugh, people immediately hear, think of the sports soccer. And I know people have been hanging on to hear any update you might be able to give on MLS, how things are going on there, not to mention St. Louis FC, which has a schedule out. Yeah, Tom, I, I know you're in the middle of all the, the sports uh, <laughs> and uh it's a crazy, crazy world that, that we live in. Uh, you know, all the different uh, sporting organizations, uh, you know, from the Cardinals to the Blues here to, you know, St. Louis FC and MLS as we, we continue to move forward, bringing MLS to St. Louis. Uh, it's, it's something that we're all working very hard uh, to figure out 
the, the right way and the safest way to, to bring the players back uh, and to, to, to really start things up. Uh, but I would say it's really it's a it's a day to day process uh, as you know, this is something that nobody had a playbook in regards to how how to deal with a pandemic. And, uh, you know, but, it, you know, so we're trying to be as positive as possible, uh, you know, that we'll get some games in here with St. Louis FC. And, uh, you know, fortunately, I would say as from an MLS perspective, we, we don't have a team, but we are, you know, we, we, have, we will have a team. We have that commitment and we're moving forward with the stadium. Everything is moving forward according to plan for the most part there. Uh, it's just what the MLS is having to deal with right now uh, is, is, you know, something that uh, almost changes on a day-to-day basis. Uh, but we, uh, we, we're still incredibly excited uh, to know that we're going to be bringing MLS to St. Louis here and, uh, you know, the next uh, couple years here. Well, as the broadcast partner for the St. Louis Cardinals, we certainly understand that. It is literally day by day right now with Major League Baseball and really all sports. So we're keeping an eye on everything, as I know you are. Uh, again, cancer patients and their caregivers who travel to St. Louis rely on the American Cancer Society Hope Lodge as a home away from home. And this 42 Doors of Hope campaign brings a lot of hope to a lot of people. You can go to 42doorsofhope.org and learn more about the map of the doors available here in this area with local artists bringing them to life. And or you can just text doors to two zero two 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 to make a ten dollar donation. Jim, thanks for all you do for the American Cancer Society, and we really appreciate the time. Well, Tom, thank you very much for having me. And uh, I think at this point in time, of all the things going on, we could all use a little bit of hope. So uh, I just want to thank you and thank all of those that have supported the American Cancer Society and and who have specifically supported uh, the Hope Lodge campaign much much appreciated yes sir thank you very much take care ceo of worldwide technology jim cavanaugh with us on kmox from kmox sports here's the pitch welcome back to the lux calore international sports on a sunday morning America's Sports Voice, KMOX. The Garage Happy Hour every Thursday at 5.30 on KMOX Sports Facebook page is a lot of fun. We've had some great guests, and on Thursday we had David Freeze. We spent a good 5-10 minutes trying to get a good Wi-Fi signal, and that was actually fun. We ended up walking down his street, so I'm in my garage, and he's showing us his street and trying to get a good signal, and we're giggling through the whole thing. I've known David since he came into the organization. Great guy. Every Everything that you would imagine. Good, good person. But he's been through a lot personally. Uh, he's battled depression, anxiety, um, and a lot more, really, since he was on top of the world. We discussed that and more in our Facebook Live, the Garage Happy Hour. It's a 44-minute interview. I think you'll really enjoy it. Here is some of it. Uh, we start off uh, serious about the moment now, uh, the COVID-19 pandemic and uh, race relations in America and uh, a number of things that have affected us in 2020. It's, it's been a real test of, of, of the human spirit and humanity, hasn't it? For sure. It's, uh, like I said, everybody, everybody's going through their own stuff. And then when you just keep adding layers to it, you know, emotions kick in. Um, health is a, a huge issue. Uh, it's just, it's tough. I think we're in a situation with an infant. It's kind of an easier call. Um, as far as what we want to do, you know, out, 
out in uh, out in the streets. <laughs> um, so we we haven't done. We went to Hawaii early March, um, and I went to CVS after the birth. And other than that, we haven't been in a store um, since you know like March third or so. Um, you know, so that's that's what's different about our lives. But um, man, like I said, everybody's everybody's going through some tough times right now. Um, you know, with everything. So. Yeah, for sure. You know, I, I haven't uh, only a few times have I popped into a store, of course, wearing a mask. And um, we've, we've, you know, gotten takeout from the great restaurants here. But it, yeah. mostly my, my grill game has, has <laughs> improved. Right? I mean, I'm, improved? You know, I'm trying to yeah. doing the best I can cooking for, for everybody and, and working on that here. And, and kind of being together with family is very, very special. I know that it's been a life changer for you, but it probably even though I'm sure it's hectic inside the house right now with a young one and, and an infant, but um, yeah, well, it really think, does change yeah. your perspective, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, my wife is outnumbered obviously <laughs> with, with three boys. Um, with this truck go by. um, you know, now I'm an immature 37 year old. So she's got her hands full, but, uh, <laughs> no, she, Mar- Marin is, uh, she's a kick-ass mom and a, a great wife. And, um, you know, she handles it, handles it really well. So we're, we're doing good. Yeah. Just to kind of like work backwards through your life. I was thinking about this today. You know, you hit one of the most famous home runs in baseball history and one of the craziest, if not the, maybe the best game ever played in baseball history. But I really think that to this day, this is your greatest achievement. I mean, you have, you are, um, you're happy and I can tell. Thank you. Um, I am, you know, you still, you're still always working through stuff. But, uh, but I, I mean, I think I can say I'm proud of, of what I accomplished, not necessarily, you know, the post seasons or, or, or whatever, but, or playing 10 years, but just kind of pushing through some things. And, um, you know, you add your own battles to your life sometimes, um, and you can take, you know, a left turn or right turn. And, you know, sometimes I've taken the wrong turn, but, um, mouth pulled out a little bit on some big, big stuff. And, you know, I am, I am proud about that without, you know, obviously with the help of so many people, um, just being there, you know, and and how'd you meet Marin? You met her through a friend, right? So, yeah. So I was, I was moving from central West end to downtown mid November of 13. Uh, and my buddy at a video production company, um, had an intern and I just wanted to get out of my apartment while the movers were moving stuff in. And I went over there at ruckus. So it's the name of the company, a couple blocks, um, a couple blocks downtown from where I was living. And, um, she was the intern and we just met and kind of hit it off and, and kind of started dating and, you know, off we went. So it was cool. And yep. she wasn't like a huge baseball fan, you know, wore <laughs> the David freeze t-shirt to games like she, no. And that no. was refreshing to you. Yeah, yeah, I think she might have worn a, a number number shirt of somebody at some point, but no, it was um, that was that was important to me, not to like find out that she wasn't into baseball, but um, she, I mean, she truly wanted to know me, and she didn't really care about all that, you know, and it it just helped things. It's just easier um, when when that's you know that's the case. You were in the limelight, and that's not an easy place to be, having talked to a number of athletes through the years and coaches and broadcasters, yeah. you know, the ones yeah, who are yeah. at the top of their game. I mean, it, it's – you're – you feel by yourself sometimes. 
don't you? Yeah, I, yeah. I'm, um, I think I, re- you know, I get that question randomly um, over the last handful of years, and I think I've always just kind of said it. Everybody handles it differently. You know, some people eat it up. Some people are ready. I think ready for it would be the way to put it for me. You know, if if things went down in eleven today. I would have handled it completely differently. I think just out of maturity. Yeah. Um, I've seen more. I know more. I understand myself a lot more. Uh, it was just heavy for me. You know, I, I appreciated everything that I understood a lot of it, you know, the attention, but man, I just wanted to play baseball and that was it. And, um, you know, and then you just start building stuff on why you don't want to do certain, you know, whether it's interviews or just appearances or, or anything else. And it just kind of gets heavy on you and you kind of just isolate yourself. And that's just kind of what I did. And we went through 12 and 13. And then after 13, it was just kind of time to part ways a little bit. Um, you know, and they, you know, they shipped me off to Anaheim, which I'm wasn't disappointed about. That wasn't one of the things, you know, that I, that I like was, you know, chucking stuff after I got traded, you know, there's a discussion before there was a discussion beforehand with Mike. Um, and you know, I knew it was probably going to go down. And then a week later it it did. I think I moved, I moved, I got my dog. Um, I met Marin and I got traded all in a week, you know, so it was a, it was a while and it was mid mid November. So it was only a couple weeks after the world series. So it was a wild, wild time. You were uh, you were tight with Mike Matheny um, on on in terms of you know handling that situation and as your manager and I know you had some great friends on that team Matt Carpenter et cetera. I remember being in that clubhouse at Fenway, um, thinking looking around the room that tiny little visitors clubhouse, uh, and you guys were all standing there and it was quiet and you'd just been defeated in the World Series and I thought you know it's the last time I'll see this group again and that's I know what I was feeling. Was yeah. you, you were feeling at times a thousand. I mean, that's that's a tough thing that baseball players go through. Right. I um, I feel like I'm a sensitive guy, <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> I think I'm a tough guy, but I'm really sensitive. And um, that I mean, I I think after 13, I teared up a little bit at my locker. Um, not necessarily because we lost, but I just I just had this feeling that that this was it. You know, it was just. 13 was a rough year for me. I mean, I got hurt. I was always hurt. That was brutal. But, um, you know, I got hurt and I hurt my back in 13 in spring training. And, you know, that I think that really affected me a little bit. But I was going through a lot of other things that really just kind of hammered me down. And it was, it was time to go. But, yeah, I mean, man, Boston's a fun place to play. And it was great in the World Series. And I I loved it so much. I got to I got to lose to them again in, in 18. <laughs> but... Um, man, what a what a ride being a Cardinal! It was so much. It was a lot of fun. I, I, I appreciate growing up through it a little. You know, in some ways, uh, it was just a blast playing in your hometown, when, especially when you look back on it. Well, we will look back on it after we hear from John Mosellock in just a few minutes. We'll go back to the David Freeze interview and relive that 2011 postseason with him. Sports on a Sunday morning continues. I'm Tom Ackerman. Right after this. KMOX Sports. Here's the pitch. Welcome back to the Lux Calore International Sports on a Sunday morning. On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Welcome back to the show. We get to spend a few minutes with the president of baseball operations, John Mosellock, who joins us from Bush Stadium. Workouts today. How are you, Mo? 
Good morning. How are you? I'm doing well. Intersquad game's underway. That's good. And we've been able to see some good competition. You've been able to catch any of that this last week? Uh, yeah. Um, obviously, um, you know, getting to take a little sneak peek at baseball is sort of nice. Um, certainly uh, a welcome change, I think, for, for all of us here at the ballpark. And uh, certainly can't wait for a couple weeks from now when... Uh, the, the general public gets to uh, tune in. No question. And uh, we did see the fact that the schedule is out, that our broadcast crew is going to be on it. We enjoy being your broadcast partner, your radio partner here on KMOX. 60 games ready to roll July 24th against the Pirates. It's nice to talk a, a little baseball, too, with your intake process having been complete. Of course, we still go day-to-day with making sure everyone is safe over there, but I'm sure that that's nice to have at least that stage passed. Yeah, and I think uh, even more more importantly, everybody's gotten into that routine now. So everybody knows sort of what to expect. So the ebb and flow of, of our, our, our day is so much different than it was even a week ago. And so, you know, each day we learn, um, each day we, we adapt to, to what we need to do. And I think overall the, the player staff are, are doing a great job knowing that this is our new normal. And, um, you know, everybody's going to be experiencing things that they used to or, or they need to do now that they didn't have to in the past. And, and that's just something that we're all trying to, to work through. But, you know, I think the overall uh, a feel of this camp, the energy of the camp has been very positive. Um, I think guys were excited that they get to do a day workout today and then uh, have tomorrow off. So, um you know, it sounds funny that even though we miss so much time, it's still you got to make sure that you don't overwork. And last few days here have been extremely hot, so you just want to be smart about how, how much we put our foot on the gas and as we tune up for the 24th. Yeah, that is smart. So that's how I understand an off day tomorrow, and then you're back at it on Tuesday. And today you get to see Miles Michaelis out there. Mike Schilt telling us last hour he's going to go with John Gant as the other starter and then follow with Jake Woodford. But Miles has had some nice progression, hasn't he? This has been good time off for him and for Paul Goldschmidt. Well, I, I do think anybody that that was dealing with injuries in, in in spring training one clearly benefited. Now, we were thinking that that Miles was still someone that was going to uh, pitch for us this year, so we weren't overly concerned even back in March. But clearly, his time off allowed him his body to heal and. I do think you see that a little bit with a lot of players right now, not even just players that were dealing with injuries, but I think from just like looking at their physical fitness, it just, it's really kind of remarkable how they use their four months because a lot of these guys came back and I'd say majority of them came back and really sort of leaner, better shape. And so um, it, it's been striking. That's nice to hear in terms of, you know, you're not able to keep your eyes on everybody. Carlos Martinez, here's an example of someone that you just, because Miles is in Jupiter every day working out, you hear about him. Carlos, uh, with a nice impression, though, coming out of the gate yesterday, didn't he? Yeah, I, I would say from his bullpen to how he looked yesterday, that we were really encouraged because, to your point, he was not someone that we had a uh, a daily um, connection with over over. Um, our, our uh, pandemic. And so from this standpoint, you know, really encouraged where he's at. And, and so just having healthy arms are going to, it's going to be important. So having guys that can either start or, or go to the bullpen, flexibility is important, but just seeing where he's at is, is something that I think uh, Mad Dog and Chilty were both really pumped about.
you had your eyes on Johan Oviedo uh, when he first started breaking into this organization. You started to hear about him. What has uh, what have you seen and heard uh, about the reports on him and his progression into what essentially became a start against Carlos yesterday? Well, I think the, the big step for him is is been just the physical difference. Um, he was always someone that had had that height, but didn't have that that sort of man muscle yet or or um, adult physique. And now all of a sudden, you know, he he looks like a different pitcher. And so, you know, combining all of that with already a very talented arm is extremely exciting to see. And so, I think people that got to see him this past spring and, and um, maybe got to see a little clip of, of what he looked like yesterday. It's, you can see why internally we are, are very high on him. He is just, he's got so much to, 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 to bet on. In other words, he's just like a, a huge talent. And now that he's sort of grown into it, it's, it's going to be fun to watch. And so, you know, I, I think over the last year, he's had that major trans transition from sort of boy to man it's been uh it's exciting to see you have some good depth pitching wise and you still have some that you haven't been able to see uh, but uh, eventually it, they start to come around it's just nice i guess to have that sort of depth also to start with 30 on a roster makes sense doesn't it at this time well everybody's depth is going to get tested this year because there's 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 just times where you know people are going to get sick or, or people are going to get hurt and so um it's one of those things where you hope you're positioning your, your 60 slash 40 slash 30 in a way that gives you some flexibility throughout the, the 60 game season. And, you know, I think all of us don't have any experience managing a roster in this way, but, you know, we're, we're going to hopefully be able to adapt and adjust as we go um, and, and make sure that we keep fresh arms, keep people safe and, um, you know, ultimately healthy. Two things left for John Moselock before we let him go, and we really appreciate it. Um, just looking at this week and just making things happen for you, is there a chance, uh, and I, I know there was a report out there, is possible, and you had talked before, it's possible you could play an exhibition game against another major league team. Is that still on the table? Is that a possibility? It is something we're talking about. haven't finalized anything yet, but um, you know, just trying to see if something would work out. We uh, we originally had internally talked about maybe not um, doing one, but if there is an opportunity, I think we're going to try, but it would probably likely just be a one-gamer. And, of course, logistics always part of this uh, day-to-day operation for the Cardinals and all major league clubs. And, and finally, Springfield. You open up uh, another camp. Is everything set to go there? Are you satisfied with, with how everything has worked out to get to see some, a nice mix, actually, of some players that could help you now and some prospects? Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, I am excited about that camp. Uh, we're, we're, first practice will be on the 16th. So we, we were originally hoping to, to begin on Tuesday, but given all the, as you point out, logistics, it made a little more sense to, to buy a couple more days. So um, we should be probably announcing that official roster um, as far as which guys are live here in a few days. But they, they begin their intake tomorrow and uh, looking forward to uh, getting them going uh, Thursday. The countdown begins to July 24th. The Cardinals and the Pirates at Bush Stadium. We'll have it on KMOX and John Mosellock. Always a pleasure to catch up with you on Sunday. And thank you for the information. Appreciate it. 
All right, Tommy. Talk soon. You too. There is John Mosellock, Cardinals President of Baseball Operations. We'll take a break. A little bit more from David Freeze from the Garage Happy Hour, and I'll let you, I'll kind of guide you to where you can watch that. It'll be up uh, for a long time. We always have had good times with our guests, and David, one of the best we've had. We'll have it next on KMOX. From KMOX Sports, here's the pit. Welcome back to the Lux Calore International Sports on a Sunday morning. America's Sports Voice, KMOX. It's a 44-minute interview with David Freeze, my garage happy hour on the KMOX Sports Facebook page. But here's kind of getting right to it. This is his big at bat in the ninth inning, game six of the World Series, David Freeze. I think Terry might let off and got out, I think. Um, Albert roped a double, and then I think they, they walked Lance, and then Craig might have Cade. Yeah. Um, or somebody, I don't know, Craig Cade. Somebody did. And, uh... You know, I'm walking up the plate, and I'm, you know, I'm not really thinking about much. I'm, I'm literally just. It was one of the, it was one of the like, the best experiences I ever had. Looking back at like, being in the moment, being focused, like, I don't know. I was just really prepared, but I think that that AB worked out because I was flat out ready for it. Um, and yes, the ball could have been caught, but I hit it well. Like. You know, I can sit here and say you, you duck one it, you know, up the middle, which I've done a thousand times. <laughs> but um man, I you know, I whacked it and, and I think the coolest part about that A B was he blew one by me beforehand, like uh one one maybe. And I uh, I got the same pitch again and, and put a good good barrel on it and you know, I got it got it off the wall high enough to and it bounced off the wall far enough to get Albert and, and Lance in. Just cr- David Freeze. Swing it along one in the right. Get up, baby. Get up. Get up. It's at the wall. It is off the wall. One run in. Here comes Berkman. Over to third goes Freeze. We're tied 7-7. Seven, seven. Yeah. How about that? Unbelievable. And Lance in. Just crazy, man. And, um... It was an unbelievably electrifying moment. You've come flying into third base, slap your hands together, and here we go. So then in the 10th, Josh Hamilton does his thing. Bottom of the 10th, Lance Berkman and the Cardinals do their thing. Terrio also, everybody chipped in and a big, big end. And then Jake Westbrook in the top of the 11th and in the bottom of the 11th, freeze. 3-2 delivery on its way. Swing and a high drive to center field. Get up, baby. Get up, baby. Get up. Oh, yeah. David Freeze has just sent us in the game number seven. This series is tied. Freeze, Freeze with a walk-off home run here in the bottom of the 11th inning. The Cardinals win at 10 to 9. Unbelievable. Oh, man. Um, You know, I was thinking about... Game seven, I was thinking about Edmonds hitting his his homer years ago. I was thinking about finding my teammates to remember the moment. I was, um, I don't want to cuss, but I was just like, holy, you know what? Like, uh, I can't believe this, you know, I can't believe this happened. Um, I was thinking about my hometown, um, how fired up my friends and family would be. Uh, but, I mean, I hit that homer because I wasn't trying to hit a homer. Like, yeah. you know, I'm just, I just, as a player, I was just never built to do things like that, um, you know, kind of on purpose. Um, there's guys that can go up there with, with their swings um, and get it done like that. Um, I was trying to hit something extremely hard 
you know, on a line somewhere, you know, up the middle and work it somewhere. But, uh, you know, I got under it. The pitch was – the pitch, I guess, was slow enough for me to get my barrel out, you know, by, with the type of swing I have. And um, it left. I, when I hit it, you know, you glance at Hamilton. He's been out there for so long. You got a pretty good idea how, how he's feeling when the ball's in the air. And so you just you just know uh, – you know, you kind of know you got it, uh, especially in your home park. And um, you have so much. You have so many feelings and emotions that you're just not really feeling anything. That doesn't really make sense. But like, yeah, there's so much going on. You're just, you know, you're just done for. Um, and you just want to go wrestle with everybody at, at home plate. What but a man! Scene. What a moment! Look at that yeah, scene. Yeah. That they yeah, the sh- your jersey. The shred, the shredder, Nick Punto's in there somewhere taking care of that jersey. So. But full moment, full moment. Half, half Carp, of that, I can, I can still yeah. hear Carp's voice in in that in that video saying something. It's 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 just hysterical. I think it's Carp going, "Oh my god," or something like that's that. That's it. That's it. That's exactly what he. Uh, that's exactly yeah. what he said. Look that's at Ber- uh, there's yeah. Nolan Ryan. Nolan, um, Berkman right. Berkman like bumps into the umpire and is like, "Here you go. Sorry about that." Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, Gar- just- yeah. Gary Cedarstrom. That's so Berkman. Yeah. But, um, man, what a cool uh, – that's the coolest thing about this stuff is – I don't know, man. It just gives everybody else – like, I'm just not really focused on, like, how, you know, how I felt or how I feel about it. Like, man, everybody uh, – you just give other people moments and, and memories. And, um, like, look at the fans. Like, you can't – like, the last 10 years, it's been 10 years basically since this happened. And, you know, this is cheesy and it might be – you know, it might, you might be like focused on fans or whatnot, but like, man, it, it is all about the fans and it's all about, cause those are the people that talk about it. as players. Yeah. We, we run across, you know, past, past moments and stuff, but we just keep moving forward with our careers and stuff. And um, just the way St. Louis and the fan base has gone about that, that run for, for me, for us, um, you know, that's what I'll take to the grave. You know, I'll never, I'll never, you know, forget those memories and, and everything. And, you know, hopefully I got a lot, a lot more time left to, to spend with, you know, the city of St. Louis, um, you know, sitting in, in the seats at Cardinals games and, and just hanging out. So I'm looking forward to that. You know what the great thing is about David Freeze and that entire 2011, 2011 team, the 10th anniversary is coming up 15th, 20th, 25th. Every five, 10 years, we'll be celebrating, doing a reunion, bringing that group together, and it will be remembered, appreciated. Everything about it was extremely special. And a thanks to David Freeze for spending basically an hour with us from his driveway on the Garage Happy Hour. It was really a lot of fun. You can always catch the Garage Happy Hour live at 5.30 on Thursdays, Central Time, on the KMOX Sports Facebook page, or you can watch it at any time. KMOX Sports Facebook page has it. Thanks for joining us, Producer James O'Sullivan. I'm Tom Ackerman. Sports on a Sunday morning on KMOX. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.